The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. If you have the opportunity, stop by our website at www.cutemple.org. That's www.cutemple.org and see what we're doing at Christ Universal Temple. Make sure you also stop by www.ufbl.org to see some of the things we're doing in the Universal Foundation for Better Living. If you're ever in the Chicagoland area, please stop by and worship with us on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. Now, today we're starting a new series called New Thought Making a Difference in the World, and I have a giant in the New Thought community on the phone. I'm going to interview her, the Reverend Dr. Anna Price, the provost of the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. How are you doing, Dr. Price? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much, Reverend. Well, I'm going to give the people a little bit. to be with you today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to give people a little bit of your bio. It's so extensive, but I think it's important for people to know the work that you've done and the work that you're doing. So I'm just going to briefly read some of the things that you have done and are currently doing. After 25 years as an administrator, director of Upward Bound and assistant athletic director for student services, Assistant Provost Dr. Anna Price, Ph.D., retired from the University of Miami in 1997. Ordained in that same year, Dr. Price began serving as executive pastor at the Universal Truth Center for Better Living in July 2008. Dr. Price also completed an 18-month tenure as a prison chaplain with the Florida Department of Corrections. She also served two years, 2010 to to 2012 as Project Director of Project Homeward Bound, an initiative of positive images that provided transition services, including mentoring, to inmates transitioning out of prison. Her community involvement involvements have included Chairperson of the Historical Museum of South Florida, Vice Chair of the Dade County Commission on the Status of Women, President of the Coral Gables Democratic Women's Club, 
board member of the Florida Sports Foundation and recording for the blind and dyslexic. She was elected mayor in the city of South Miami in 1997, serving nine months, where she also had, excuse me, where she had also served as commissioner for 15 months. Dr. Price currently serves as staff minister at the Universal Truth Center, provost, academic dean of the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary, and academic coach in the athletic department of Florida International University. She is also a proud member of the Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. Now, those are some of the things that are going on. I would like for you to let the guests know some of the things that you are doing with the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary and what is the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary? The Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary is the academic arm of the Universal Foundation for Better Living. Uh, the objective of the seminary is to train ministers, teachers, uh, provide uh, professional services for those who are also working in ministries um, throughout the UFDL and, and outside of that. We also offer a Masters of Divinity program, uh, and we were recently accredited by Accrediting Commission uh, International in December 2013. So that's uh, basically what the seminary does. Um, we also have just produced, uh, based upon the colloquia that uh, we produce, a New Thought uh, Scholar Journal, which uh, I believe is the uh, first scholarly journal uh, in the New Thought uh, Christian movement. And what uh, our uh, motto is, is that we are preparing spiritual entrepreneurs for the 21st century. Beautiful, beautiful. Now with the New Thought Scholar, which I actually have in my hand, thank you for my copy. Uh, yes, could you <laughs> could you let us know a little bit about the New Thought Scholar, you know, basically what what you were attempting to do with it? What was the process in producing it and some of the people that were involved in the project? Well, it um, is a part of the vision of the um, uh, immediate past president, the Reverend Dr. Mary Tumkin, was to produce a professional journal. And what we, the objective was, uh, was to really, in, from, as a university administrator, uh, I, when I started um, into New Thought, I made a determination that it was necessary for me to become a Bible scholar. So I went back to the university taking courses in the Department of Religious Studies. And what I found was that uh, people in the academic community, for the most part, had no clue about New Thought Christianity. Uh, what it was, what we believe, what we stood for, and in a and let alone in the um, university textbooks. So uh, we have made an effort to include um, professors from the universities in our colloquia, which is uh, an annual uh, event that we produce uh, that discusses a particular topic that uh, we have determined is um, popular uh, or is one that we should be looking at. So um, this journal um, 
has papers from the 2014 uh, colloquia, and it has to do with the God particle, um, as is popularly understood uh, uh, with, uh, from physicists or a particular um, uh, wrong phone, from a particular uh, uh, physics perspective, a monumental and revolutionary discovery of the Higgs boson. Uh, so it, in doing it, we invited people, and we have for various colloquia, from um, university faculties to participate. We've had the chairperson of the Department of Religion, uh, Religious Studies from Emory University, Gary Latterman. Uh, we've had a professor from the University of Miami Department of Religious Studies um, make uh, Dexter Collender make um, presentations at our colloquia. So this is an opportunity for people to see that from a wide range of perspectives, a wide range of perspectives, everybody is coming to agree with what we always, always knew in New Thought, is that it is whatever it is that we produce. So we have uh, behavioral uh, uh, specialists, we have organizational specialists, uh, and this was an opportunity for us to show that we are accommodating various perspectives as it relates to what is going on in this universe. Beautiful. So I, I don't know, that's not a, a very succinct answer, but that's what uh, the scholarly journal is for, is for us to make a place uh, in the scholarly world to show that we have always known that science and spirituality, I, if you want to call it religion, there's really no division. There is a place where um, all of it meets, and we believe that it is consciousness. Yes, yes. I had a discussion with some of our fellow UFBL ministers at a past Panorama of Truth, which, by the way, just as a plug, is our annual conference, the Panorama of Truth. We just Matter of fact, finished one a couple of weeks ago, and I, I asked them if Charles Fillmore and Ernest Holmes and, and some of the early pioneers of New Thought were in bodies today, what would they be studying? Mm -hmm. And and you know I, I you know I've received a lot of different answers than they asked me, and I said they will be studying quantum physics. Yeah. Yes. 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 I, I said because yeah. you. I said if you read them, they were cutting edge at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, Charles Fillmore was talking about splitting the atom before the atom was split. And when I read the New Thought Scholar, I haven't read it cover to cover yet, but it's several articles because it's talking about the God particle and quantum physics and and all that goes along with 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 that um, scientific theory that this is the same material that Fillmore was talking about in Prosperity and in Adam Smashing Power of Mind and Mysteries of Genesis and Ernest Holmes was writing about in The Science of Mind and Emmett Fox, but they didn't have the terminology to explain it. And mm -hmm. now science is catching up with mysticism. So I think that... No question. Yes, yes. So I think that the New Thought scholar 
brings to the table an opportunity for people to look at our theology differently because many of our predecessors didn't have the sometimes the education or the science didn't have the terminology to really deal with quantum physics. I, I remember even reading about Albert Einstein saying that God doesn't play dice because he didn't understand quantum physics, even though his theory of relativity helped cre- help them understand quantum theory. So mm-hmm. it, it's just very interesting how science is is catching up. I don't know if you're familiar with the gentleman Michael Dowd, who wrote um he writes about evolutionary Christianity, how this theory of evolution and Christianity can work together. If not, I'll make sure I send you something on him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's fantastic. He could be a person we can bring for a colloquial, but that's a that's a off the radio conversation. But what I want to do oh, is give people an <laughs> yeah give people an opportunity if they want to ask you questions. I want to give the number to the show. Uh, it's 888-558-6489, 888 if you'd like to call in and ask Dr. Price any questions about the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary or the New Thought Scholar. Now, while we're waiting for people to call in, can you let them know how they can get the publication? Absolutely. They can order the publication at the... Um uh, seminary website, that's one way, and that's www.jctseminary.org, www.jctseminary.org, or they can call um, the Universal Truth Center um, at 305-624-4991. That's 305-624-4991. I think it's very important, for example, uh, for our bookstores throughout the um, uh, New Thought movement, be it religious science, unity, whatever, uh, to uh, call so they can include the New Thought scholar in their curriculum. reviews the uh, what she calls the curriculum, the ministerial training curriculum, of including the new physics in these various uh, new thought traditions. Uh, she even has a curriculum in there and an overview of what some of our people are doing. So in the new thought movement, we are really, as you said, uh, Reverend, on the cutting edge, and we've been there for a long time. Beautiful. Could you give the person's name again? It slightly dropped when you gave the person's name that you were referencing. Um, her name is uh, Margot Rurick. She wrote an article in the New Thought Scholar, and she has reviewed the uh, inclusion of ministerial training curriculum, uh, curricula, uh, in uh, the various minist- uh, New Thought uh, traditions, i.e. unity, religious science, and, of course, the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, Margot's a friend, and uh, she's an independent, I believe, science of mind minister who actually is also a member of Christ Universal Temple. Yes, she is. Yes, yes, and and I believe she a translated. A proud member, I should say. Yes, a proud member, and we're proud to have her. I, I mm-hmm. do 
we have a couple of minutes before we go to break. And again, I want to give the number out to make sure because sometimes we have people who listen, but they're reluctant to call. So I'm going to urge them to do so because they have questions and sometimes they don't realize how much their question can help someone else. Uh, the number is 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. If you have a question for Dr. Price or me, please feel free to call in. I do want to state before we go on our first break that Unity Online Radio is supported by your donations. And it is important that you freely receive this information and freely give. So I'm requesting that you click the donate button, help support this movement because information like this goes out all over the world. I receive emails, inboxes on my Facebook page from people who don't have access to the type of information that Dr. Price and I are talking about today. There are no New Thought churches in that area. They live in other nations, sometimes in the Caribbean or, or, or in the Europe or other places. You don't know where this information might end up. Every show on Unity Online Radio is put into iTunes for free and Stitcher, which is another app that you can have on your mobile devices. And what this does is it allows people to download all of these different shows, listening to new thought, helping shift the consciousness of humanity. It is really important that you understand what you are part of. If, you, if you're listening to shows like this, if you're uh, involved in a new thought community or um, the upliftment, spiritual tr- truth, spiritual consciousness, transformation movements, then you're part of this cutting edge that will change humanity forever. So we need your support. We appreciate your support. If you're so moved, please support this ministry. Uh, also would like to let you know that as we mentioned earlier over and over again you'll hear certain names like uh johnny coleman johnny coleman or the reverend dr johnny coleman um you know served as the senior minister at christ universal temple for 50 years she's the founder of christ universal temple and she's the founder of the universal foundation for better living and we reference her a lot because uh, in the 20th century early 21st century she was one of the giants in new thought she's retired now and (laughs) well deserved (laughs) but it's up to us to keep our legacy going forward and this is the task that we have readily accepted because we believe in this ministry and what it has done for us and we believe that it can be a transformational agent for many people around the world We're, we're willing to teach all who are willing to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. So we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, 
then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary. Topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Today's show is titled, New Thought Making a Difference in the World. And our guest is the Reverend Dr. Anna Price, the provost of the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. Again, hello, Dr. Price. Good morning. We have a caller online, uh, Reverend Dr. Robert Yarbrough. Are you there, Reverend Bobby? I am here. Thank you so much for making it a little bit less formal, Galen. I just love that. <laughs> and you, good morning, Dr. Price. How are you? Well, hello, Robert. I'm doing very well. It's been a minute since we uh, interacted. Yes, ma'am, it has. My question to you Um, The Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman always talked about bringing the walls down, the the differences between uh, um, organizations down. Do you see the New Thought Scholar in helping to to do this where we can kind of embrace each other and all that we do to take that step forward into a more enlightened state in this world? I most definitely see the, that it has that potential, uh, primarily because it would put all of our traditions uh, on the same path towards making sure that people are informing people that uh, this, the New Thought, the Christian movement, the New Thought movement, is the nexus between spirituality and science. 
you know, I, I don't think that there is any uh, uh, coincidence that uh, we have many of our traditions have the word science in them, uh, from Christian science even. Uh, so I definitely see this as an opportunity for us to come together and, and show people who we are. Uh, my vision is to see people who are uh, writing for the New Thought Scholar uh, to begin submitting their papers uh, to the American Psychological Association. Uh, the American Medical Association, um, and these these entities that would really incorporate, which as I see it, are the are the two that uh, represent spirit, mind, and body. One, the Psychological Association, and of course, two, the, uh, uh, secondly, would be the American Medical Association, and of course. Uh, new thought Christianity is a spiritual part. I see that as the whole, as we understand humankind to be a threefold being, uh, the part that is creeping in to both of those entities uh, is spirituality. Um, yes. However, uh, there's nothing really formalized. They're doing all kinds of experiments. Uh, in, in dealing with spirituality and prayer as it relates to the effect of the quality of life and the transformation of life and the healing presence. Uh, let us never forget that our cornerstone is spiritual healing. And, of course, that yeah. means from uh, spirit, mind, and body. And once we, we, we have that, I believe that the scholar can begin to pull us together so that we can show uh, uh, we can get legitimacy from these these other uh, organizations and work together for for the betterment. Well, thank you, Dr. Price, and um, I accept your challenge to push harder and work harder. God bless you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Reverend Bobby. Uh, Dr. Price, is there anything that you would like to share with us because you've given us so many great points, and you've covered so much information, but I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to mention anything about the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary or the New Thought Scholar that you haven't said yet. What I wanted to do, I want to give a quote by the Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin, and I, to put in perspective, when the Reverend Dr. Coleman set out to bring this new thought, this empowering message to all who are willing to learn how to live the better life, uh, she understood as uh, she progressed uh, in, in her unfoldment and her demonstrations when she handed off the baton to the Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin that there was another level, and that level was the academic uh, perspective, uh, the the scholarly perspective, and she gave the Reverend Mary uh, her confidence in uh, signing her as the second president of the UFPL. And I wanted to just share a quote by the Reverend Dr. Mary Tumpkin, uh, which is a part of uh, her, which out of which came. Uh, her, her vision, of course, the divine idea is wisdom, but this is her quote that really saw a help to bring forth the scholar. She says, when we follow in the tradition 
of the first great Christian scholars of the 11th century, like St. Thomas Aquinas, and used the tools of informed discourse, lecture, research, and commentary. When we meet the critical standards of scholarship and equip qualified practitioners to substantiate their truths, we discover in the process that such depth of scholarship, in fact, illuminates our faith. And I believe that since we uh, consider ourselves to be Bible-based organization for thinkers, that it is crucial for people to understand that you can ask questions, you can explore, you can have different perspectives. This is a part of the whole Hegelian process of growth. You have a, a thesis, you have a, a, an antithesis, and then you have a synthesis. That's the only way we grow. And, uh, you know, this is what Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, based his movement on, that you have to see who your opposition is and have discourse with those who disagree with you in order to grow. Because the bottom line is we believe that it is God's will every individual on the face of this earth should have a healthy, happy, and prosperous. Thank you, thank you. One it's of the available. Things, yes, it's available. One of the things that I noticed in the New Thought Scholar that I, that I personally think is really important is the references. Every yes. person who wrote a paper extensively quoted where they got their materials from and one of the things I noticed when I first started studying New Thought at Christ Universal Temple and the Johnny Coleman Institute was that most of the books I read did not have bibliographies. Mm-hmm. And could you speak to that for a moment? Why is it important for us to reference where we get our material from? As, because some people think that Charles Fillmore and Holmes and Goldsmith pulled this stuff out of a hat. This is, that was based upon their level of understanding at the time. And we obviously stand on their shoulders. Uh, They did not reference because they weren't necessarily writing, quote, unquote, scholarly pieces, even um, uh, although they uh, were speaking from spirit, uh, their revelations, the same process that the the Bible was written. This was their experience with God, uh, whatever you call God. Uh, And they, I won't want to say channeled it, but they wrote it as it came with them, uh, to them. This is out of which you have, all of our books probably could be titled Conversations with God. Yes. Uh, However, at this point, uh, we're in a process where we want people Harry, this is not it's in the book, so believe it, don't ask questions. Yes. Uh, and this is where we have this, this scientific inquiry. We have to be willing to understand, for example, as one of uh, a colleague years ago, Uh, told me that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible and really believed that. 
and felt that anybody who didn't believe that was uh, not Christian. Uh, so w- w- when you have that kind of thing, you, you have to realize that uh, the Bible doesn't really have any references either. Right, yes. <laughs> so, but, but we are writing Bibles, collection of books, uh, which I really consider uh, the New Thought Scholar to be, um, we are writing and referencing so that people from all parts of the community, from all uh, whatever they identify with as it relates to religion, from every uh, avenue and from uh, every corner of inquiry, um, can see uh, that this is where we get this from, this is what we're using, and again, it provides us legitimacy and will open doors uh, in the um, uh, scholarship community, in the various professional associations and at the university and, and committed level. Thank you, thank you. Could you speak a little bit about the Masters of Divinity program you mentioned earlier? The Masters of Divinity program is one, and I'm really, that's kind of my baby. I'm in charge of that one. And uh, that is, it's what it says. It's a Masters of Divinity. And what it does is it opens uh, up, there's no requirement, for example, uh, as to being in any particular religion. Uh, And I believe that this is a part of what makes um, the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary a little different from others. We welcome people from all traditions. Our first graduate, for example, uh, was a person from the Episcopalian Church. So we want to make sure that they know that this is a scholarly inquiry. Uh, for those who come from the uh, USBL tradition, there are some uh, there are um, courses that are required uh, from that relate, for example, like spiritual healing. But that's not for everybody. So we look at uh, the Bible. Uh, we look at uh, from a scholarly perspective. Uh, we've got a marvelous professor, and that's uh, the. Uh, Dr. Robert Price, who is, uh, calls himself the Bible geek. Uh, so we look uh, at the history of, uh, of theology, and we talk about these things from a uh, perspective of maybe a not an emotional uh, one, but from an analytical. It is just like any other degree, uh, for example, that entrance into the program requires a bachelor's degree, not any particular um, uh, subject area, uh, but it is a master's degree program, just like uh, a master's of economics, this is a master's of divinity, uh, where we uh, have modeled our courses from uh, what I consider to be the flag bearers, uh, Harvard. Um, uh, we have looked at uh, all of the really, uh, we believe, uh, uh, programs that uh, uh, make sure that people uh, look deep and, and know these things. And we're not saying that you don't have a particular uh, uh, theology, but we want 
people to know that there are others and that they are all so legitimate. Uh, as Jesus said, in my Father's house, there are many factions, uh, right. meaning that there's more than one way to look at God. It doesn't matter what you call it. So we make a, a strong effort to provide a commonality uh, for study of uh, even the purpose of religion in in uh, um, in our in our world in the history of right. Looks like um, you know people who are in, and it's primarily online. It is online. Uh, one of the uh, that's one of the. Uh, I believe, and and uh, things about the masses of divinity that is that it is done online, and even uh, when it's done online, some of the uh, lectures and the like can be accessed uh, more than one time, and that person works very closely. We kind of use the uh, Socratic method of teaching. They will be sitting at the uh, the knee of. Uh, uh, Dr. Price, and uh, and that's uh, a marvelous experience just to even talk to him. So it's uh, it provides a pretty much an, an overview as well as one-on-one -on -one, uh, attention. That's beautiful. Now I would encourage anyone that is listening to this show or might listen to the podcast later that wanted to be in an environment of critical thinkers people who are thinking about spirituality outside of the box, people who are willing to be a part of a progressive religious movement, to be a part of a, I would even use the term liberal because I'm a big believer that Jesus was a liberal. That's a lesson for another day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to, you to, read the politics of Jesus, obviously. Yeah, yeah he, Jesus was a liberal, <laughs> hands down. I, I don't think Revolutionary. that's... Revolutionary. Right. I don't think people even understand that in the New Thought Movement. I think mm -hmm. that people should take a look at it. Make sure that this is something that you would want to look at. We even have a, 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 a teacher's level program we call the Leadership Academy that's just cycling out and going into that practical for people who want to be uh, leaders, teachers, and potentially going to the ministerial program at the Universal in the Universal Foundation for Better Living through the Johnny Coma Theological Seminary. So we have a lot of things. And what you know what I hope this episode of Truth Transforms will do is let people out in the world know that you have options. You might think that there's no way for you to connect with people and learn about new thought or learn about metaphysical Bible interpretation or learn how to do critical thinking and learn about these new sciences and philosophies. But there's a way. And you can do it from your computer or your tablet. You know, definitely, you know, go go on the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary's website. Matter of fact, I have the link on this episode. So once this episode is downloaded to the website, you should be able to click directly on to the name Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. and It'll take you directly to the website that Dr. Price referenced. So and, you don't have and, to even uh, search. Galen, if, if, if people want to contact me directly, uh, yes. They can get me at email me at jctprovost at gmail dot com, or they can call me at that's uh, jctprovost at gmail dot com, or they can contact me at three zero five six two four 
right, it's really important, for example, that that okay. Okay, you you, you slightly mm-hmm. dropped out. Uh, Dr. Price, I'm going to ask you to hold the thought for a moment because we got to take our last break. And when we come back, please finish your thought, and then we're going to talk about your work in the prison ministries. Yes, sir. All right. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms. I'm Dr. Tom Shepard, host of Let's Talk About It on Unity Online Radio. In my studies of world religions, I've repeatedly encountered two central spiritual questions. How do we make sense of life, and how do we live it more successfully? You're invited to explore these two questions with me in my new book, The Many Faces of Prayer, How the Human Family Meets Its Spiritual Needs. You'll be amazed at the remarkable ways people have learned to pray to their gods and to celebrate life individually and as communities of faith. Learn more at unitybooks.org. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Rev. Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Uh, welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and we have the Reverend Dr. Anna Price, the provost of the Johnny Coleman Theological Seminary. When she was finishing her thought before a break, uh, Dr. Price, please take the opportunity to finish your thought. Well, the thought is that um, people need to know if there's any message that people can take uh, in order to, I believe, uh, begin the process of transformation is to understand that the collection of books that we call the Bible has been used to imprison us. Uh, When you come through our seminary, you will see that it is empowering, uh, and it is empowering because it includes spiritual principles. It doesn't have to be historical fact in order to convey spiritual principles. And uh, from this is something that I learned, that it contains spiritual principles that have no time frame. Yes, yes. Now, I want to talk to you about your book on New Thought in the prison ministry, if you could give a little information about your book, how to get it, and and then basically how you came about writing the material. 
Well, uh, I will just share with you, uh, prison ministry is really the reason that I became ordained. Uh, uh, and the time that I spent as a chaplain, I've been in prison ministry over 20 years, and the time that I spent as a chaplain is um, that which uh, saw the book that I was writing morph into what it is now, and it's called, it's titled, Time Well Spent, which is a new thought about prison ministry. Um, new thought is not in the prisons as are other uh, traditions. Uh, and I believe that there are multitude of seekers in the prisons. My experience is that uh, only about 20% of the people in prison attend uh, regular uh, uh, services that are uh, are brought in by uh, our uh, traditional Christian churches. Um, and you have to remember, uh, don't have to, but it, it's, this book says, uh, informs people that there are almost 2.5 million people in prison, uh, that more than one in 100 adults in the United States is in prison. One in 30 men between the ages of 20 and 34 is in prison. And for black males in that age group, one in nine is in prison. Mm. Just one in every 53 adults in their 20s is behind bars. Yeah, that's that's People are taking is that you... Uh, uh, you can be saved you, you, once you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You can be saved and go to heaven. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. But the recidivism rate uh, for people is over two-thirds. So people come out, they go in prison, they get saved, then they come out so they can go back in. So I, my premise is that what prison ministries are doing is not enough, and the book calls for a change in emphasis from religious conversion to character transformation, from religious conversion to character transformation. I made a strong effort to acknowledge those traditional churches that go in, they're very, very committed uh, and are there and doing the best they can, but we need to collaborate. Uh, we, we've got too much talent in prison. Uh, we've got more people in prison than any other country in the world, including China. So something that need, something needs to be done. Uh, yes. You can get the book at uh, Book Crafters is the uh, publisher. So that's uh, Book Crafters and look either for my name or time well spent. Uh, it's also available uh, on Amazon. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. So they know how to get the material because I think it's important that New Thought is in the prisons, the county prisons, the state prisons, the local jails, however we need to do it. And one of the things that I thought of when you mentioned about being a, cha a chaplain, a prison chaplain mm -hmm. is even when I go to hospitals, because obviously pastoral care is a part of the work of any minister. 
you don't even see New Thought Ministries as chaplains in hospitals. So no, you don't. We have all of these ordained ministers teaching New Thought around the world, and especially in the United States, and we're not necessarily integrated. Um, recently, um, I I've been teaching a class. We're out of session right now for the summer. On Wednesdays, I was teaching the the mastermind concept with some of Jack Canfield's work and ended up Mm -hmm. being a very large class. Uh, I think the the first semester, first 12 weeks, I think we had almost, it was 100 students in the class, maybe a a good 80 80 or so, 85 showed up weekly. And a hospital chaplain who I met a few years ago visiting a member heard about the class and stopped in. And he signed up for the class and then signed up for the next semester of the class. Wow. And and and, it, and it's been like, wow, this type of message that we're teaching can now potentially be integrated into the work at hospitals because of his willingness to come and learn about it. And I thought that it was so good to have somebody that's not a part of the community. Not only is he not a part of the community, he's an ordained minister at his own church and the hospital chaplain of a very large hospital in the south suburbs of Chicago. And I was like, you know what? Um, We need to be in these hospitals. We need to be in these prisons because even the consciousness we bring to the table matters. Now, I do want to ask you because we only have about five minutes left for the show. Um, some of the ideas that you think could, um, when you start talking about character development, how new thought in particular can help the character development of inmates and, and potentially help them not end up back in jail. The, you know, uh, uh, you know, scripture is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, and that's where the character transformation begins. Uh, one of the most successful programs uh, that I uh, implemented in the prison was uh, that of a better living program, uh, where you teach as a man thinketh, as a woman thinketh, all about goals, uh, the game of life, uh, which does not require, which is not religious per se, but it's based upon changing the thought pattern. People in prison have a particular thought pattern, and they have a mindset to interpret the world. So, and it's it's a convict mindset. So anything that changes, there's a, I have several, in the book, I have several case studies. And one, uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, uh, was a young woman who uh, took the game of life. And this doesn't require that they stop going to their own services. It's mm-hmm. in addition to uh, just call better living classes. Uh, if, if, you know, a lot of times um, when you, t- the other entity, by the way, is also in the armed services. Chaplain armed services, chaplain in the hospitals, chaplains in the mm-hmm. prisons. Uh, those are your connection. When you make that personal connection, 
that can sometimes obfuscate because uh, because based on what I know, a Masters of Divinity is required to be an actual chaplain in the hospitals. But you can go as a part of the chaplaincy program. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes sense. Hospitals or to get your foot into the prisons. I don't have a Masters of Divinity. I'm ordained to have. I became, got uh, met the qualifications to become a, a prison chaplain in the state of Florida. So there are ways, but those are three areas where we really uh, could use people and utilize um, uh, people in uh, the New Thought community who are ordained. There's no question. That's, and there are many seekers there. Seekers are in prison. They're right. looking for something else. They're looking for something else. They, they just, they're risk takers. They just um, don't have taken the wrong risks. <laughs> but yeah. they are willing to take risks and learn outside of the box of, of what we call, and I, 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 it really is a misnomer to call them traditional uh, um, uh, religions because that is, uh, uh, we are there. We're the mystical tradition of Christianity. We've always been there. Gnostics have always been there. So, um, but I'll say for other approaches to Christianity. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're, we only have about a minute and a half left, so I want to make sure that, first of all, I thank you for coming on the show and sharing uh, your wealth of knowledge with us today. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, also, Definitely want- my pleasure. And thank yeah. you for the opportunity. Thank you, thank you. I also want to let the New Thought community know who is listening to this show or might listen to it a podcast now, or you might be listening to this show 18 months from now. Give yourself the opportunity to find out what we're doing in the Universal Foundation for Better Living. And you don't have to be a part of the movement to support it. If you believe in some of the things that Dr. Price has mentioned today, um, uh, uh, about the New Thought Scholar, about uh, prison ministry, about the training of ministers and teachers to help create uh, a world that works for everybody, then you can support it. You can contact her. You can you can support the seminary financially. You can volunteer. You can do different things. You don't have to be a minister to do ministry. So I want to make sure that that opportunity is available to everybody we are up to some many good things god has given us a great vision and we're committed to carrying it out so at this point it's it's uh, according to the clock it's time to end again thank you dr price thank you very much and wonderful opportunity and congratulations thank you thank you and so we'll be with you next week with truth transforms God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. 
Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, 
and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.